best part of waking up is having hope in your cup. I'm Stephanie Winslow, and thank you for coming to Cup of Hope podcast. Uh, it's my privilege and honor to be with you. Thank you so much for stopping by the channel, and I know that you will find hope in your cup to be full and overflowing as you dig into the Word of God with us in uh, study and also in prayer. So grab your cup and let's fill it up with the hope that God has in store for us. Thank you for joining and enjoy the show. Good morning. It's time for Cup of Hope. I'm Stephanie Winslow and happy Friday. Uh, we have made it through another week. Hopefully it wasn't a week that was too weighty for you, but a, a week that you really got to see the hand of God in your life and, and just draw closer to him, have opportunity to draw closer to him. And sometimes that means that we have had to walk through difficult things. Sometimes those hard areas of life are the times that draw us closest to the heart of God. And so though we don't ever choose those things, uh, want those things, they're sometimes the most fruitful for us in our relationship with God in terms of drawing closer to him. And Today we're going to do as we always do here on Cup of Hope and lift up our cups and ask the Lord to fill us up with the hope that he has in store for us today. If you have been with us this week, you know that we are walking through a section of Psalm 19 and today we're going to finish up that chapter um, looking at the last verse of Psalm 19, which is verse 14. And um, this is just, I think, such a great way to end the week. It's such a great way to sit and to, to reminisce, to remember um, all that God has done, but also to, um, to kind of call us to the mat and, and help us as we walk into the, the weekend to get our heart and mind in a posture to get ready for uh, for the Sabbath, get ready for rest, um, get ready for whatever is on your plate for this weekend. But just really to start thinking about, I'm asking you two questions today. What are you thinking on? What's stirring in your thoughts? And then, and what are you speaking? What are you speaking and what are you thinking? And uh, this verse in my life has been a verse I've, I've heard so many times. I, actually, when I read it, I hear my uncle's voice in my head because he, this is a verse that he speaks about a lot um, and always just kind of in, includes in his prayers uh, and growing up in his church. Uh, I got to hear him say this a lot. So I, <laughs> when I read it, I hear his voice. Uh, it's kind of funny. But um, anyways, I, I think it's just such a beautiful verse to get us ready, like I said, for the weekend. So let me read it to you. I'm reading to you today from the NASB. This is Psalm 19:14, and it says, Let the word of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. I'll read it again. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you or acceptable to you in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. This is, again, such a, a powerful verse because of two different things. One, it's recognizing who the Lord is. In this psalm, we're giving claim to the Lord that he is our rock. He is that solid foundation for us. He is the 
steady and movable. If you think about a rock, it's, it's heavy, right? It's hard to move. Uh, and God is this rock that just is a solid foundation for us. He doesn't move. He doesn't change. He doesn't, you know, shift with the, the, the shifting sand. He is steady. He is consistent. It, the, the word rock speaks of his faithfulness to uh, remain with us. And so we always know where to find him, <laughs> right? Because he doesn't, he doesn't leave us. He doesn't forsake us. He is always right by our side. And anytime we need him, we just have to turn to him, look to him, look up to him, look to our left, look to our right, even look within. He, he is living within us if we are his sons and daughters. So we don't have to go far when we're looking for God. He is always right with us. And, um, and so we hear in this verse that, oh Lord, my rock, but also this word redeemer. We, I think I'm most familiar with this word um, when in the story of Ruth and, and Boaz and that he's her kinsman redeemer. But this word redeemer, the, the, the definition is to set free by paying a price, to set free by paying a price. That's what the word redeemer is. So let's think for a moment and pause and, and just let that understanding of what the word redeemer means. He paid a price for us. He set us free by paying a price. And may we not take the price that he paid for us on the cross for granted. May we not take that march to the cross, the, the pain that he took on his shoulders, all of the sin of our sin that he bore on his shoulders. May we not take that for granted. Yes, he is a solid rock and foundation for us, but he is also our redeemer. He also paid a price for us. Why? So that we could live free so that we wouldn't be bound by the chains and bondage of sin that is so rampant in this world. We could live separate from the world. We can be free from all that sin lays on us. We don't have to live that kind of life. We don't have to live in chains and in bondage. So if you're feeling wrapped up today, if you're feeling suffocated or held down or like you're, you're in the midst of a struggle, will you remember today that Christ paid a price for you and he paid that price so that you would indeed be free and free forevermore. It's not just a freedom that lasts for a moment. It's a freedom that lasts for all of eternity. But this goes back to the first part of this verse. And in order for us to recognize that we're, we have this solid foundation, this immovable God, and we have this, um, opportunity to live in freedom because of the price that Jesus paid for us on the cross as our Redeemer. What are we thinking on and what are we speaking? Are we speaking words that are full of the life, remembering uh, gratitude? Are we speaking gratitude for our God who has given us this opportunity to live in freedom? Are we speaking um, life? Are we speaking uh, joy? Are we speaking the good news of our God? Are we speaking all of the, the good that flourishes out of us uh, because we have this Redeemer uh, who, who rescued us, who set us free, who broke the chains that were binding us? That's the kind of God that we serve, but are we speaking that? Are we giving honor to Him? 
And if not, <laughs> then we've got some adjusting to do, right? We've, we've got some adjusting to do, and I'm speaking to myself as I'm talking about this because I am a, a person who tends to, to look at the glass and see it, it half full. I'm not always the most positive person. If you <laughs> ask my husband, he <laughs> deals with me on that a lot, that I'm always seeing kind of that gap between what could be and what is. And so, this, I think um, my mentor just said to me a, uh, a few weeks ago that we as believers have the opportunity. It's an opportunity that when we're looking at a glass, right, that we can either see it half full or we can see it half empty, whichever. Half empty or half full, but as believers, we have the opportunity to see that cup overflowing. It's not half full. It's not full or half full, it's not empty. We, ha we have the opportunity to see that cup full to overflowing. And as we lift up our cups every morning when we come together as a Cup of Hope family, may we uh, recognize that the God that we serve doesn't just give us enough. He doesn't just fill up our cups with hope, with joy, with what he ha desires to give us, this freedom that we were talking about. He doesn't give us, just want to give us a taste of his presence. He wants to give us all of himself. He wants to give us everything that he has for us and that we can find in the promises that he has written for us in the Bible. He wants to give give us all of that full to overflowing and that full to overflowing is so that we can be a blessing to those around us and so that when we speak with um the words of our mouth would be a blessing to full to overflowing for everyone around us to be covered with with joy as well and the hope that we have can be an overflow to the people around us so may the words of our mouth, as this verse tells us, and the meditation of our heart be on our God. May it be on the fact that he can fill us up full to overflowing. May it be on the fact that he is our solid foundation. He is our rock, but it is also on the fact that he is our redeemer. He has paid that price for us so that we can live free. And that is worth shouting from the mountaintops. That is worth going and, 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 and telling everyone we know that we have been free. We have been set free. We have been given this opportunity to live without chains. We have been given this opportunity to live not in bondage, not weighted down by the things of this world. We don't have to live consumed by what the world cares about and worries about because we have the solid rock, our foundation, the Lord, our Redeemer, who has paid the price for us. So let's claim it. Let's talk about it. Let's meditate on those things instead of all the things that we don't have instead of all the things that are going wrong in our life or all the things that we wish were different. Again, I, I'm right there because I am all, that person who, it's part of my makeup that I just, I see the gaps. I see the gaps in things. I see this is where I am, but this is where I wanna be. And so I'm always praying, God, help me close this gap. Help me get from where I am today to where I wanna be. But help me to not see this gap as a negative, but an opportunity for God to fill me up full to overflowing so that I can be a, a major blessing on those around me. So if you are in that place today where you're looking at the glass that you have in front of you or the cup that you have in front of you and it's, it's looking kind of bleak 
or looking lacking, <laughs> like you're, you're wanting so much more. Even with my daughters this morning, we were reading, you have not because you ask not. So what is it that you are lacking? Can you have the courage today to come to God and, and believe in him that he is the solid foundation, but also believe that he has paid that price for you, that you are no longer in bondage, you are free, free indeed. So may you meditate on that today. May you meditate on that today, that the words of your mouth and the meditation of your heart, let them be pleasing to the Lord. Do you think it pleases the Lord when we meditate on the things that he has uh, said in his word, the promises that he has given us, but we're not believing in them? When he, he says that he has greater things than this, that he, he told, uh, we learn in the New Testament, Jesus even said that greater things that he did that we will also do, but when we, what we meditate on is our lack, right? We meditate on what we don't have. We meditate on what we wish was different instead of meditating on the fact that the Bible tells us that greater things that Jesus did than that we will be able to do. It's greater things that Jesus did that we will be able to do in this life. But yet so often I know for myself, I get fixated on what I can't. It's what I can't do or what I don't have or what I wish I had or what was slightly different. Um, or maybe what I'll have in the years to come. And so maybe I can't step into that, what he's calling me to do today because I'm not fully equipped for it or I don't have this or that piece that I believe that I need to have in order to be certified or <laughs> be educated enough or to be whatever it is you fill in the blank for you. But whatever it is that, that you feel like you are lacking today, may you know and will you meditate on the fact that in Christ you have enough. You are enough. His, he is giving you a cup full to overflowing today, but will you speak that to yourself? Will you claim that over yourself? Will you meditate um, on that over yourself and fixate your mind on the things of God, recognizing that he is your rock. He is your redeemer and he has paid the price for you to live in the fullness of God. <laughs> That's not just the crumbs. That is the fullness of God, full to overflowing. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I come before you this morning and I just, I repent, Lord, for, um, I repent for the times that I have, uh, have believed that I have lack, I'm lacking something, God. Will you forgive us for the times when we don't claim the promises that you have for us? Or we, we read them, but we don't believe them. So God, will you help us, help our cups be full to overflowing today? Will you fill us full to overflowing today so that we can be a blessing on those around us? Will you fill us full to overflowing today so that our hearts are meditating on your word and your truth? That we meditate on the truth of your word, the promise that you are our solid foundation, that you are our redeemer, that you have broken every chain that binds us, and we are your sons and we are your daughters, and therefore we can participate in the presence of God. We get to participate in, in um and receive all that you have for us, that you will fill us full to overflowing with your goodness, Lord. Help us to be um, 
impact makers in this world, that we can impact the world around us, that we can touch the lives of those around us simply because you are in us. It's not because of who we are or what, what we have to offer. That means nothing. But it is about our love and our pursuit of you. So I thank you, God, for how you're moving, how you're working, how you're changing us, how you're fine-tuning us so that we are usable for you and for your kingdom. I thank you, God, and praise you for all of this in Jesus' precious and holy name. Amen and amen. May you have a wonderful weekend. I hope that you have an opportunity to rest, to spend time sitting uh, before the Lord, meditating on him, meditating on his goodness, on his promises, and all that he has in store for you. Uh, God is so good, and he has so much for us. If, if only we would just see it and behold it, recognize it, and allow it to transform us from the inside out. Be blessed, be well, and I will see you back here on Monday. Bye-bye. Blessings to you, Cup of Hope family. I hope to see you tomorrow as we join back together on Cup of Hope. If you're in need of more hope or more resources, you're looking for something to read or dig into uh, to find out more about God, you can go to my website, stephaniewinslow.com, stephaniewinslow.com, and find more helpful resources there. Blessings, Cup of Hope family, and we'll see you tomorrow.